guys, welcome back to the table. This is Sarah. Hi guys, this is Bailey, back at it again. <laughs> and we're here with another episode. Um, today we have a lot of fun and exciting things on our menu. I feel like this is really heavy. This yeah. is a heavy episode. Heavy episode. So. I feel like we kind of learned a little bit kind of researching for this episode, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what's on our menu? Yes. So we're going to start talking about open relationships first, and then I have a story to tell. We're going to get into what is considered cheating um, and what happens in bachelor and bachelorette parties, um, and then that leads into emotional versus physical connections and emotional versus physical cheating. So. Yeah. And we're going to share some statistics, some facts, just go over the whole thing. So we're going to get down to the wire here. So buckle in and get ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. So first let's just um, talk about what an open relationship is. Because I know this kind of like sparked your interest recently. Yeah. Basically, I think an open relationship can be a lot of things. Um, everything that I've looked up online is just really depending on the couple and what they decide. But basically, it's either, you know, a relationship, a marriage, some sort of beneficial relationship where the partner has, like both partners have the option to like either seek other things or do things physically, emotionally, or they do things together physically or emotionally. Um, so it can be defined a lot of different ways, but why don't you tell the story about how we started to like talk about it? And yeah. So, I mean, I've heard of open relationships before and mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but I feel like this year, this summer, the idea of open relationships kept getting brought up in different conversations that I've had with people, like a couple guys that I had worked with this summer, they were just talking to me about it, like, what do you think? And they both have girlfriends, so I thought mm -hmm. that that was super interesting. They were just seeing my opinion or seeing if I knew what it was, and the conversation wasn't like too deep or anything, but I just thought it was interesting. And then actually about a week ago, this guy, I just overheard him talking and he was talking about how him and his girlfriend are actually in an open relationship. The guy that was asking you? The guy, no, 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 no. This guy, I just overheard him talking at work, like to oh, other okay. people. And I went up to him and asked him and I was so intrigued by it. And I was like, can I use this story for my podcast? And he uh -huh. was like, yeah, go for it. You know? And so I kind of asked him some questions so pretty much what it was was that he is in a relationship with a stripper okay. and they started off being in an open relationship. They both met each other and they both knew that they liked each other, but they didn't want to only be with each other. And he said that, that he thinks that's one of the key things about an open relationship is it's something that starts off from the beginning. He mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily think that it would work if you're like in a relationship or dating someone for six months to a year. And then you're like, I want to be with someone else because then that might, you know, spark something different yeah. for each person. So I feel like you both have to be going into it with the same idea and they were both into it. And he was like, it honestly works so well for us. Like she's able to do whatever she's, she wants to do. I'm able to do whatever I want to do. And he was like, we're very open with each other. Like if mm -hmm. he's going, and I was asking so many questions. I didn't know what the whole situation was, but pretty much it was everything. They're physically with someone else, emotionally with someone else. They go on dates with someone else. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. But he was like, it just totally works for us. And he's like, it's not like I'm out there looking for someone else other than his girlfriend. But he mm -hmm. was like, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah. 
and, wow. and do they, they tell each other about the They tell each other everything. So he was like, if I'm taking someone out on a date, I say, hey, I'm going to be out for a few hours. I'm going on a date with someone. Uh-huh. I'll be home tonight. Wow. Or maybe not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> maybe and he was not. like, how often do you, you know, sleep with someone else? And he was like, probably every few months. Wow. That, but that's a lot. It is a lot, but he was like, it's not like I'm like, I want to have sex with a new girl all the time. He was like, I just naturally, if it happens or naturally, if the opportunity presents itself or like if he's out at the club and he Mm -hmm. meets a girl and he's like, she's cute. I kind of want to hook up with her. He's like, I have the freedom to do that. And I feel guilt-free about it. So I just thought it was so interesting. And to me, that literally sounds like you're living a single lifestyle though. Yeah, it I is. Mean, and, but if it works for both of you, like no uh-huh. judgment whatsoever. Yeah. And she's on, I was like, does she ever get jealous? Do you ever get jealous? And he was like, no, there's no jealousy. We're super honest. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's a stripper for a living. So that in itself, he's got to be okay with her, you know, like showing Somewhat. off her body and yeah. to others. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. I think, um, a lot of what I've read about it too, is just that like, they may sometimes it's not always physical so like they could be in an open relationship and someone's like well I really like going on dates to go bowling and my partner doesn't like to bowl so like this person is really good for bowling so that gives me like satisfaction there or like Uh my you know husband or boyfriend doesn't really like to talk about this topic but this person does so I like to go on dates with them or like I don't really love kissing my boyfriend but like this guy is just like a great makeout which I'm not saying, like, I'm for that at all because I mm-hmm. do not, like, I don't resonate with any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really my lifestyle, but right. I do just find it interesting that, like, sometimes, I mean, there's always going to be something that I think you're missing in a relationship or there's always going to be something that someone doesn't give you mm-hmm. just because nobody's perfect and nobody can be, like, everything you want. Everyone's always going to have a flaw. Right. And I feel like, in a way, an open relationship kind of, like, fills in all those little cracks because... Right. You can get, literally. And at like, the end of the day, I don't know if I would necessarily... It might be something that's okay, you know, when you're younger or figuring things out, what mm-hmm. you like, what you don't like, but at the end of the day, do you really want to marry someone who's okay with you being out there and sleeping with other people and vice right. versa? I don't yeah. know if I would be okay with that. Like, I would want someone who just wants me and someone who I just want them. Yeah. Even if everything's not perfect, you know? Yeah. And I can't imagine, like, loving someone or being so deeply into, like, into a relationship or into someone and being okay with that. Like, just natural that you're, like... But I do think for some people it works, and the story that you told me about how for some couples, you can go ahead and share it, about how it just works for them, and at the end of the day, they don't want to be holding each other back. Yeah. At the end of the day, if they do end up together... Why don't you share? Yeah. So it's actually really interesting. So I um, also have been kind of like sparked by this. I feel like it's becoming a bigger thing on the internet. And I follow this girl. Her name's um, Shan Boodram. It's like Shan Booty is her Instagram if anybody wants to look it up. Um, And she is actually dating, recently engaged, and recently married to this guy named Jared Brady. And they started together as a friends with benefits. And basically um, they were seeing other people. She's like a... A sexual 
I don't want to say therapist, but she's like a relationship counselor or something uh-huh. like that. She's like very, she like writes books and stuff, um, like very into like sexuality. Um, and so that's what they started as. And they both kind of just like developed feelings. And I think it was like when he said, I love you or something. And she was like, wow, like I could see us being in an actual relationship. So they ended up being in an open relationship where if they wanted to go on a date with someone or if, you know, they wanted to do something, they would let each other know, but they would go and do that. And then they recently got married. Um, and they always obviously have like a lot of questions about that because they're like, are we still in an open relationship? Like what's going on? Right. And basically they say that they, they aren't really in the midst of seeing other people, but they'll pretty much always define their relationship as open because they don't always. ever. Yeah. Because basically their whole thinking is they want the best for each other okay. and they always want to be the best for each other. And if someone else is offering like the best and they're not being that, they want that person to have the ability to like have the best in their life or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's really interesting because I do think like when people get married or when people get in long-term relationships, they sometimes can kind of like fizzle out their own drive for life or their drive to be great for the other person. Cause they're yes. like, Oh, we're married now. You're stuck with stuck me. With like, me. yep. You're with me forever. Yep. How take me as I am, take me however I am, which is totally fine. Like being comfortable and like being, feeling good in your own skin and as you are is totally great. But like, in a way you also don't want to lose like your, you know, if you, if you work out, you don't want to just stop working out or you don't mm-hmm. want to stop taking care of yourself or caring about your appearance. Cause the person yep. just takes you, they're with you forever right. now. They've made right. a vow, right. which is great, but like you still want to be your best for that person. So yeah. I think in a way that mindset is really interesting. And I think that's like something that other people can benefit from just in a mindset type of view. Like technically, even if you're married, that person is always going to have the option of like, I mean, this sounds terrible, but leaving you and you know, yeah being with someone else. And I think sometimes we like forget that we always want to be the best for the other person too. So I just think that's interesting. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting how for some people that's something that could totally work and for Mm -hmm. other people, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's such a good story. Um, that kind of leads us into the next thing is what is considered cheating? Because this is another question that I asked him. I was like, so is anything cheating? Like the guy that told me the story about him and his girlfriend, I was like, is anything considered cheating to you guys? Because you're so open. And he was like, no, there's nothing that's off limits. There's nothing as long as they're open and communicating about everything. Nothing is considered cheating. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that as well. I think online I've seen, you know, it can just depend on the relationship. So for some, it might only be, you can only go on dates with other people, but you can't get physical or, or you can kiss, but it can't go further than that. Yeah. But I think a lot of it, like for what I've seen, like that couple that I was talking about, I think for them, it's all about honesty. Uh-huh. So like if you're being honest and you're, you know, saying when you're going on a date or if you're saying when you're interested in someone else, then it's fine. But if, if you're lying about it or you're going behind that person's back, then that's when there's like that's when someone's been wrong and that's when it's considered cheating or, you know, which I understand in, in a way. Yeah. In a way. (laughs) Um, so onto that, Mm -hmm. um, bachelor and bachelorette parties of cheating. Yeah. Does that matter? So in a normal relationship, in a normal relationship, if you're dating and you're you know, fiance is going to their bachelor or bachelorette parties. Like, what is your view? Cheating, does it count? On the night of your bachelor or bachelorette? Yes. I mean, I think it does. I think it counts. Yeah, I think it does. But I do think it's such a weird thing to think about because I think for a lot of people, it doesn't. It's like a free pass for a night. 
That is insane to me. Yeah. Like, I am all about going out and having the time of your life and getting crazy. I don't even think going to a strip club is a big deal. Uh-huh. But, like, touching is off limits. I do think, though, that, like, a lot of, like, bachelors and bachelorettes get, like, lap dances. Like, oh I mean, that, God. you know what I mean? Or they get, like, a stripper sent to their room. And, yeah. I mean, they're going to give them, like, a show. I don't know. But I think if you take it beyond, like, if you were kissing or if you were, you know... Kissing. Doing, you know... Touching. Yeah. I, that's cheating. Yeah. You're about to get married. Why would you need to do that? Right. I mean, I don't think, like, looking, I, that's the fun of it, you know? Yeah. But no hands. Yeah. Look at hands. <laughs> no hands. Hands are off limits. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't tell you how many people... I've even seen from you living know, in Vegas, living yeah, in Vegas, and working at the day clubs and stuff. It'll be like a girl's bachelorette party, and then I will see the bride four hours later making out with some guy, and you know that's not her fiance, yeah, because it's just some random guy that she met there, or vice versa. There's a group of guys, and by the end of the day, I'll see them with a group of these girls, and you know it's not the girls in the wedding party, or right. you know that's not the girl he's marrying, and they're making out, and they're touching, and he's grabbing her butt, and I'm just like, that is not okay. Right. No. That's cheating and that's disgusting. Yeah. And that's the last thing you should be doing when you're about to get married. Right. I think. No, totally. But I do think some people are like, last hurrah, like this is my last day of being like truly single. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, once you're married, that's definitely not okay. But. Yeah. It's just insane. Yeah. Didn't you have a story about someone that you know who saw something like in a nightclub? Oh, yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think we shared like this story in brief on uh-huh. our Instagram story. So I heard this story and it was a group of guys who were out in Vegas for his bachelor party and they ended up going to this strip club mm-hmm. and the groom got so wasted, like so trashed. And there was this bottle of alcohol that you could buy for $250,000 and it came with a trip to Hawaii. Wow. And so I think like whoever the girls are that work there, they would always be like trying to push the bottle of alcohol or be, you know, pushing for people to buy it. Well, this groom ended up buying it. Stop. And I guess you go in this private room and certain things happen in this room, you Uh know? And so who knows what actually happened. Yeah. But I'm sure it was crossing the line of cheating. Yeah. And so from what I gather from the story is this guy just gets so trashed, buys the bottle, goes in the private room, wakes up the next morning in the parking lot of the strip club, checks his phone, and he has a million missed calls, a million text messages, come to find out he bought the bottle with him and his wife's joint account. Oh my gosh. And she saw the transaction. Mm Mm-hmm traced it to the strip club and found out that he was like doing all this shady business Mm -hmm. and all this, you know, bad things and called off the wedding. And I don't know if this guy is like, he must be complete trash because he ended up taking the cocktail server that sold him the bottle on his trip to Hawaii. No. (laughs) And he won. Oh my god! Like how crazy is that? Yeah. Literally took her. Wow. And I just think that, like, stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, maybe not that severe, like, calls off the wedding, but I 
would be pissed. Not only about the fact of the strip club or whatever. Yeah. But the $250,000? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So is that worth one night? And now his whole life is ruined. I mean, yeah. I guess not because he... In a way, he is this too. She can't get that $250,000 totally. back. Totally. Wow. And I just feel like things like that happen all the time. And there's probably so many stories that people don't even end up hearing about. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's guys who are actually secretive and actually do things that can't be traced back or yeah. can't be, you know, found out. Oh, 100%. I think it's way more, like, common than we think because, I mean, I even know people, like, not in Vegas that, you know, have done some totally. questionable things. Yeah. Um, I have some fun, like, stats um, from popsugar.com. <laughs> um, this is not sponsored. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, one in nine people say that they have lied to their spouse about what happens at their bachelor or bachelorette party. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then one in four men and one in five women who went to Vegas parties said that the groom or bride engaged in some sort of sexual activity. It's literally one in four. That is insane. To I know. Me. And then this one is like one of the craziest to me, but only 25% of men and 35% of women think that you can't bend the rules of fidelity for a Can't? Night. Can't. So that means only the 25 other 75% think that you can, that it's acceptable. 75% of people think it's okay. Basically. To yes. bend the rules. Yes. So we're, like, part of the 25%. I do not think it's okay. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just, like, something that's not spoken about. Like, people think maybe they don't want to say it out loud that they yeah. think it's okay. Yeah. But I, I don't know. And, I mean, I feel like that's something you would talk to your future husband or, or wife about before totally. it happens. Like, I would be like, listen, you can go out and have a fun night with the yeah. boys. But if I hear anything happens, like... I am all about having fun. Like, yeah. that's what oh, it's totally. for. That's yeah. the whole point. I think you should be fun and, like, have a crazy night, but, like... Get super drunk. Even totally. that is fine. But yeah. there's a line yeah. that you don't cross. Yeah. And that's, that's just that's the line. Another thing, though, is, like, you never... I mean, I think you still know, but I think the guys who are there for the groom are trying to get him wasted. They're probably not the best influences either, so you kind of have to yeah, be aware of the, the setting and the situation. If my husband wanted to go to Vegas for his bachelor party, it's a no for me. Yeah. Because I know what happens there, Yeah, and I just wouldn't want that environment. And I just think that it's like all the guys in the bachelor party's job to get him wasted. And then you're like not in control of yeah. what happens really. You know yeah. what I mean? I think you still know, but it's just so crazy. The whole, and I scenario. feel like, like it wouldn't be girls like us, but girls who are, who are out at a strip club or if they're, you know, whatever, they're going to seek out the guys that are, you know, the groom of a, a bachelor party because like, that's, that's, you just, know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. But that's just something and I think it would have to be, like, depending on the person. But I also wouldn't want to be marrying someone who I'm like, oh, my God, I'm nervous. Like, what no, if I they know. do something crazy at their bachelor party? I want to feel secure, you know? Yeah. And I know that I am not the type of person. That doesn't even appeal to me. Right. Like, to get super crazy and yeah. do something with a guy when I'm about to get married. That is the, like, last thing I'm thinking about. Right. All about having fun and, like, a girl's trip or a girl's weekend, but also, like, it's just yeah. for fun. It's not right. to literally ruin a marriage over, no, you know? No, 
So that kind of brings into emotional cheating versus physical cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of ties into everything that we've been talking about. Um, we also posted something on our Instagram story uh, a few days ago, and it was, what is worse, physical cheating or emotional cheating? Like, which mm-hmm. hurts worse? And we got, like, I think it was 79% of people said emotional mm-hmm. cheating hurts worse, but we also got some feedback on people saying they don't know what emotional cheating it is. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and explain what you think emotional cheating is, and then I'll read the exact definition of yeah. what it says it is. So basically, I think just like emotional cheating is any sort of, it might have been from a friendship and turned into more of like emotional cheating, or you might have sought it out, or you might have met someone, mm-hmm. but it's basically just someone that you like actually like or you feel like an emotional connection with that's more than just like a friendship so it's like you know you actually have feelings for this person right and you can find in them and you go to them and you talk to them and it's kind of like it's replacing or substituting the current relationship you're in I mean it's it's just kind of the same as a relationship as a whole but it might not have the physical aspect to it so you might not be like making out with that person or hooking up with that person or even touching that person it might just be online right but you're literally like obsessed with that person or I mean you might not be obsessed but you like them you know what I mean so it's you have an emotional interest outside of being just physical with them right which for me and I think for you as well Um, like we think that's way worse um in any sort of situation because it's kind of like it hurts way more that someone would actually be interested in someone else like a relationship with someone else than just the physical act of of you know you know someone making out with someone and it didn't mean anything if you're in a emotional relationship it means something regardless of the act and I feel like it's just deeper it's something that's deeper and harder to get over because if someone is not saying this is okay I don't think any form of cheating is okay for Mm -hmm. the record but um if someone is like super drunk and they just made out with someone else yeah like that they might not ever do again but if someone is emotionally invested I feel like that's something that might be lacking in the relationship they are in and that's something you can't right even if even if you end it they are probably gonna miss that person and there's gonna be some sort of emotional harm or whatever that comes from that aside from like you know emotionally hurts worse because emotionally is invested it's only your emotions that's what yeah it's your emotions physically i mean guys are disgusting they think about that stuff all the time so like they're just disgusting human beings (laughs) as a whole so that is like not okay, but yeah. I feel like emotionally, that is something that would take something to get over. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, oh my God, he made out with this girl one night at the bar. You know, I'm over it. Yeah. It's like, he's invested in someone else. Yeah. So that takes a long time. Too. And either way, you may not get over it and you right, may just right. break up with them, which is understandable. Like, it's right. not okay to cheat, but emotional cheating, I just feel like it would just be a very tough... thing to get over but people do get over it yeah the um exact definition of emotional cheating says so an emotional an affair is when a person not only invests more of their emotional energy outside of their marriage or relationship but also receives emotional support and companionship from a new relationship a person might feel closer to another party and may experience increasing emotional chemistry with someone else it's a lot Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Also, kind of going off that, I just feel like um, the internet 
makes it, someone posted something the other day and it was like, the reason that a lot of relationships don't work nowadays are because, or the reason that they worked before, like Mm -hmm. back in the olden days and not today is because before you can't just be like, oh, my relationship isn't working out. I'm going to go on the internet and look at all these, you know, hot Instagram models and message them and feel better about myself. You have to literally work through what you're given or what you're at, you know? And -hmm. if something's not working with your current relationship, you don't just move on or you're like, I'm taking a break and then seek out your ex or seek out someone new. You work at what is not working, you know, like you work on that. That's another thing like about people getting back together with their ex, because I feel like that's been a topic we've talked about before. And I've heard about it on other podcasts and um, Instagram and stuff. And I feel like people do that so often because they're one click away. Right. You know, normally when you break up with your ex, you don't see them or, you know, you, you just don't have them in your life anymore. Even if you leave on good terms, you know, yeah. you, you just don't have them at that level anymore. But now if you break up with them and obviously two days later, you're like, I miss them. Oh, let me go on the internet and let me look at their page and see what they're doing. Obviously you're going to miss them. Obviously you're going to see like, you yeah. can see them, yeah. you know, or even see what they're thinking. Like if you still use Twitter, which nobody right. really does, but like you can right. You can see their constant thoughts. Their and, thoughts. You, you can know, see what they're posting. Or, yeah. Oh, this, you know. They got they, a new job. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. They're out. They're out doing this, you yeah. know. And I just think that is unhealthy and mm-hmm. not right, but that's how it is nowadays. And I feel like that's, that is a great point of why relationships probably worked out better before and lasted longer is because you didn't have the internet or the access right away to just... You, you can hop on a, a dating app and in yeah. two seconds you can be talking to someone and, you know, a lot of those people are on there just for like quick connections or quick, you yeah. know, hookups or whatever. So things are so readily available, you know, just like in an instant. And I think that's also why emotional cheating is like getting more common. I know uh-huh. we like looked up an article and it said that it's more common now because it's just so easy, like online relationships can build super fast yeah. and get intense really fast because it's all online. Like you don't really know the person in right. real life right. and there's not as many issues. Yeah. So if you're just talking to someone online, you're just getting to know their pictures. You're kind of narrating the story for them and mm-hmm. you're like, wow, like I really like this person. Yeah. When you don't even really maybe know that. You really know them. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is why it's also so easy to feel like there might be something better out there. Like if you're in a current relationship Mm -hmm. and maybe feeling unsatisfied. And so if you're seeing someone post who maybe you were interested in before, you'll be like, oh, they look like they're really doing great. Like instead of just focusing on what you have currently, it's just easy to throw that away and just move on to something else. Yep. But I mean, the internet's always going to show you like the best of the best. And I think... I don't know. I I believe in both sides. Like, I think you need to work on what you have, Mm -hmm. but I also think there is a point of, like, also, if you're unhappy or if you're feeling unfulfilled or if there's Mm -hmm. more bad than there's good, know that, like, you don't have to settle. Like, you can, you know, you can get the best of the best for yourself, but just know that no person is ever going to be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, everyone's going to go through troubles of, like, you know, Uh problems and communication issues and all of that, especially with the internet. Especially with the internet. Yeah. I remember I used to, like, 
Um, I think they got rid of this option, which honestly, thank the Lord, but on Instagram, how you used to be able to see when people were liking or commenting or following other people through like that. I don't know if it's like the explore feed or what it was, but it was basically all your followers and all their activity. And I know people whose relationships had major problems because of that. But I also know when I liked a guy or when I broke up with a guy, Uh I would go on there and I would Uh see like if they were following some new girl, I would stalk the girl or I would, you know, look at the person's picture that they're liking. And it's like, you create this whole narrative in your head, which maybe, maybe it's true. I mean, if they're following a bunch of Instagram hosts, it's probably not a good sign, but like also maybe, you know, you're doing the same thing or, or, you know, it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. anything. So, um, I definitely think it just gives so much room for like, I can't say that word, ambiguity. <laughs> I don't really like, even know that um, word, but <laughs> like it just gives a lot of room for you to create your own narrative and yeah. decide the story before you've even heard out that person or, uh-huh. you know. I just think it causes a lot of drama as yeah. well because, you know, you break up and then you're still looking or you're not looking. You're, you know, like you said, liking someone else's pictures. I just think that whole thing is just so much drama. And yeah. If anybody out there is listening, if you are following and unfollowing and stalking and doing this and doing that, like, they're not the one. No, totally. I hate to break it to you. If it's causing that much drama in your life. stress and drama in your life and you're, you know, having to deal with all this drama from Instagram, they're not the one. Yeah. So please just know what is real and what's in your heart. And I feel like you have to go off of what's real in person. Yeah. You can't be going off of Instagram and, and if they break up with you and the next day they're following someone else or following their ex or liking their pictures, they are not the one. Yeah. It's time to move on. And at the end of the day, I think it's important to know that someone who really cares is going to do something like, you can always do something more. Like, sometimes yeah. I feel like, I know we've both been in this situation where an ex hit you up or, like, mm-hmm. an ex followed you on Instagram or liked your photo randomly but didn't follow you. Just, like, starting random drama. Yeah. Or, like, just trying to get your attention. And, like, for a moment, you get in this little spiral where you're like, oh, my gosh, like, have they been thinking about me for <laughs> this whole three months and now they just decided to do something? But it's yeah. like literally, if they wanted to do something, why wouldn't they just call you up and literally be like, hey, I've been thinking about you. What are you doing? Absolutely. What's your relationship status? Do you think we can try this again? Or like, whatever it is. They, could, they know your address. Why don't they send you flowers? Yes. They knew your birthday was a month and a half ago. Why didn't they do something for your birthday? Like, it is... <laughs> Preach. <laughs> it truly is about what they do, um, yeah. not what they do online. So No. So don't get caught up in it. Like yeah. even if you like that blocked is, them, yeah, for seven months, and like there are a million things that people could do if they really wanted to. If they really want to, and do, honestly, if you're blocking them, it's probably not the right relationship. But I'm just saying, like at the end of the if day, if you block people, someone, they are not the one. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, totally. If someone upsets you <laughs> that bad. It ain't it, I mean, honey. I, I block a few people, so... But, I mean, I, if I block someone, it's definitely... Oh, I the block people all the time. continuing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's for a reason. And if yeah. someone makes you that upset, like, yeah. I don't think they're the one, truly. No, totally. And I just think Instagram drama, we're... This is 2020. Like, yeah. we gotta get over that. We have yeah. to get over that that stage. Also, I feel like sometimes I'm a bit dramatic and just, like, mm-hmm. block people. But um, I do think that... 
at the end of the day, blocking is okay if you don't want someone in your life. It can be necessary. If you are going to their profile or if they're going to your profile, if they're commenting, if they're DMing you every time you post a story, yeah. if they're sending you, you know, random things, or if you're constantly just it's looking necessary. at there, it's, yeah. it's necessary. And it's yeah. not, I don't think it's unhealthy. Um, and I think those are the kind of relationships that become toxic and it takes you way longer to get over them because you're still constantly seeing that. Absolutely. And normally you wouldn't be. And it's just like you said, in the olden days, they didn't have to see them. They could, right. you know, if they're in different states or if they're in, you know, a different city, it doesn't matter. They're not going to yeah. see them. They're not going to see them unless the person literally seeks them out. Right. <laughs> um, and so. I just think our generation as a whole, like we got to get it together. Yeah. Because the unfollowing PSA. and following and, oh, I'm in a relationship, but he just liked this girl's photo and I don't know what to do. He didn't like my photo. That's so unhealthy. Yeah. And I feel like, like I'm going to be 25 years old. I don't want to be at 30 years old being with someone who's like, oh my God, he unfollowed me last week, but then he liked my photo. Oh my God, does he like me? Like that is not it. And we yeah. need to cut that off. Amen. We're Truly. done. We're done with that. We're yeah. over it. We're moving on to bitter, big, the, 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 <laughs> to bigger and better things. Yeah. And I mean, I think just hand in hand also, like people have become less bold in their actions and in like dating in general. And I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before. I feel like maybe we talked about this and didn't post it, but how people will, I don't know if you've ever been on a dating site or just in general, maybe you've met someone out Mm -hmm. and literally a guy will ask for your Snapchat instead of your number. Ugh. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. I don't even use Snapchat personally, so I'm like, I don't have one, even if I have one, but I mean, like, what is that? Like, if you're really trying to communicate some- with someone, you're not going to get their Snapchat. I don't know if we're just getting older or what it is, but I just, like, I have less and less desire to communicate with people on any app. Yeah, I agree. Like, if someone thinks Except of- for WhatsApp. Oh, I love WhatsApp. I love WhatsApp. <laughs> but if someone is, if the only way they're talking to me is through Instagram or, like... right. Snapchat, like you said, that is not a normal conversation. Right. Pick up the phone and call me, like a normal 20-year-old, middle-aged 20-year-old person, you know? Yeah. Like, we're not in high school anymore. We're not even in college anymore. We're out of that. So, yeah. yeah. But I do think it takes guys a lot longer to mature because even guys that I've met that are almost 30 will say, what's your Snapchat? Yeah. And that's my biggest fear. I mean, that's when you know they're not the one. Instantly. Yeah. I mean, you can just pretty much delete that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I just have a few things to share. This is, like, uh-huh. off-key, and this uh-huh. was, like, not even a part of what we were going to talk about, but I uh-huh. feel like it kind of goes with it. It's um, I was listening to this podcast the other day, and it's called Schnitt Talk, and uh-huh. I love her, and I love everything that they talk about. Um, it's a little bit vulgar, uh-huh. and I know ours is PG-13, but um, yeah, I just think this... We, we keep it a little more PG. This totally relates to everything uh-huh. that we've been talking about. There are red flags, girls, if you're out there. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to address them. If someone makes you feel worse more than they make you happy, they're not the one. Yeah. Like if they are causing you more drama and more negativity in your life than they are bringing you positive, end it. 
Yeah, like they're not that has always been, even since I was young, like ever since I started dating, that has always been my rule. Yeah. Like in general, if yeah. you, if I feel like we're fighting, if you, I feel like you're making me sad, if I feel like you're making me confused, if I feel like you're messing with my emotions more than you're like mm-hmm. bringing me flowers or making me feel good or, mm-hmm. you know, telling me nice things, I know that relationship has to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there are so many people that get caught up in it mm-hmm. and same thing with the Instagram. Like you might get so caught up in someone that you can't really see outside of it. You yeah. can't really see like, this is only a drama-filled relationship. This is not real life, you know? Like, you should be with someone who brings you flowers, who communicates with you over the phone, who wants to talk to you, who wants to be a normal-ass dude out there. Yeah. Not someone who's playing mind games. A normal someone dude. who's blocking you and doing all that stuff. Like, that is not the one. Another point. If someone doesn't get along with your friends, mm-hmm. they're not the one. Yeah. Like if nobody in your friend group likes them or if nobody in your circle mm-hmm. is friends with them either, they're not the one. Yeah. How do you expect that to go anywhere? Yeah. You know, not the one. Um, another thing, if they don't want, at the end of the day, you might like them in the moment or you uh-huh. might think this is fun, like this is a fling, but uh-huh. if you want it to be like anything more or you want it to go further if they don't want the same things in life that you do yes they're not the one yeah if you want to move around and live in different places and they want to not move they're Mm -hmm. not the one yeah if you love to hike and be outdoors and you know ride bikes or do whatever and they want to stay at home in their pajamas they're not the one yeah I'm all about being different and like you can have different goals or you can have different hobbies and you know you can be different but let's not get caught up this is not me being a therapist either because I don't know a lot but let's not get caught up in the drama filled relationships yeah and the Instagram relationships (laughs) just spit on myself so (laughs) I didn't know you were gonna call that out but okay (laughs) okay how do we feel I mean I feel good about it I feel like we um brought a lot of lot of good um insight in, mm-hmm. into these topics I'd love to hear more um if anybody that's listening and we kind of have like a small following so um but if you know anybody who has more insight on this or is in an open relationship or has had experience with bachelor parties or has some good stories like we always are loving to expand on like the topics that we talk about so yeah. and tell we, us more tell us how you feel and we love engaging with you guys in our instagram story yeah. so we had a lot of fun this weekend we, we did, did like a little q a um and it's like a lot of fun for us we don't really know if people people love it yet it's hard to tell but yeah um but we do like engaging with the people that do follow us and yeah we like to know what you guys like to hear and um we love to do like the poll on our Instagram because that helps us know things about you guys as well and your opinions. So, um, we appreciate you guys doing that. And we're also going to post some polls, um, for this episode as well. So yeah. All All right. right. Love it. I think that's all we have. That's all we have. I hope everyone has a great blessed week. Amen. And we'll see you. Well, we won't because this is a podcast, but you'll hear from (laughs) us soon. T-T-Y-L. Bye. Bye.